So what do you think? The podcast where we chat about the Bible from Genesis to Revelation with friends, family, and loved ones. We laugh. This is the labor where they wash up. Then we wash, wash up. I'm from Missouri, so y'all leave me alone. She's from Missouri. She really means wash. I'm learning more and more how little I know. <laughs> they Noah entered the ark. And they knew I can't do this. We do impressions. Hello. <laughs> I love the tomatoes. <laughs> Hi, this is Chang's Chinese restaurant. We get a little silly. Jericho. Joshua fit the battle of Jericho and the walls came tumbling down. I feel I have a hard time with condom condiment con <laughs> Not condiments. She loves ketchup and mayonnaise. <laughs> so in genius Geniuses. That's our southern Nancy coming in there, folk. I'm just a little black <laughs> A little serious. My spirit, Bubba, what if I give you what you deserve? And a lot grateful. When you feel that, you know, where is God? Well, well, that's him. That's him showing his love. Yes, he's got he's got all these people loving on you. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like As we ask and answer questions about the Bible, faith, God, and everything in between... Welcome to So What Do You Think? Take a load off, get comfy, and stay a while. How's everybody doing? Welcome to this week's episode. Um, this is JJ here, and I'm flying solo this week. So hopefully we get through, through this together without any dogs barking. And I have instructions from Missy to talk loud and to, you know, not make too many edits, etc., etc. So... Um, but I do have some news to share with you. Our precious Bubba is not doing well. And he has taken a turn for the worst the middle of last week. And um, all of the family is there with Bubba. His close friends and neighbors are surrounding him and the family and sweet Helen with so much love. We don't know how many days Bubba will have left here with us, but we're going to cherish all of those moments and we know that Jesus is getting Bubba's room ready for him in his father's house. And Bubba is so ready to see Jesus face to face. He's tired and he's fought such a great fight. And he is just the sweetest, most precious man. And I just ask for your prayers for Bubba and all of his loved ones at this difficult time. So now let's begin in, in uh, Bubba style. And please pray with me. Father, in Jesus' name, we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise, and we bless your holy name. Father, thank you for your love. Thank you so much for your love, Father. We thank you for Bubba and for all the encouragement and love he gives and how he has touched so many lives through your love, Father, and because of you. He loves you so much, Lord. And we, we know Bubba feels your presence right now, and we ask that you would take away any anxiety and any suffering from Bubba and just cover him with your peace that only you can give, Father. We ask that you please keep your loving hand on Helen and all of the family and surround them with your love and comfort. And Lord, I just ask right now that you would bless this podcast that we're about to do and that you would speak through me. And let my words be your words and my thoughts be your thoughts, Lord. And that we would just reach somebody out there that needs to hear 
these words that I'm going to say. Even if it's just one person, Lord, we give you all the praise and all the glory for everything we have in this life, Lord. And we love you with all of our heart. In Jesus' name, the strong Son of Christ, I pray. Amen. Okay, guys. Let's see. Today, I wanted to talk about the Lord's Prayer. So we're just going to dive into it a little bit. And um, the Lord's Prayer is found twice in the Bible, once in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13, and then again in Luke chapter 11, verses 2 through 4. So in the book of Matthew, Jesus was preaching the Sermon on the Mount. And this is a sermon where Jesus taught many lessons Um, kind of like how to live a life that is pleasing to God. And one of the lessons he taught was how to pray. His disciples had asked, you know, Lord, or Jesus, sorry, Jesus, can can you please teach us how to pray? And so what does it mean to pray? How do we do it? Do our prayers, like, do they usually begin with us? I know, uh, Probably some people just fold their hands and say, start asking God for things like, can you help me with this, Lord? Can you help me with this? And, um, you know, probably a lot of us do that or at least have at some point in our lives. And um, I'm going to just be honest. I haven't ever um, done a deep dive into the Lord's Prayer, and it's been a very meaningful study to me. And, um, you know, as we grow with God, I know we learn how to pray better. Um, so hopefully, this will help at least someone out there. Um, so when the disciples asked Jesus, "So how do we pray?" Jesus said, first he told them things not to do. He said, "Well, don't be like hypocrites and you know say things that you don't mean, and don't use fancy words or just repeat words over and over that." you know, have no meaning to you, and don't shout from the street corner so that everyone can hear you. Jesus said you should pray in a secret place, in a quiet place, and pray to your Father, and your Father will hear the words of your heart. For he knows our needs before we even ask. Then Jesus gave the disciples an example, saying, pray like this. And that's when Jesus taught them the Lord's Prayer. Now, many of us probably learned the Lord's Prayer when we were very young, and I wonder at what point we really even knew the exact words we were saying. You know, you hear all these funny little stories of how kids mess up the words, and, um, you know, when do we actually uh, study the words or even just pay attention to the words of what we were praying? Um, did we just, you know, recite them for years and years, not even really thinking about what the words were? <laughs> I'm sure many of us did that. Um, so let's break it down a little bit. So the prayer, Jesus starts by saying, you say, our Father. So Jesus is telling us to pray to our Father, God. And we're praying to our Father, our Abba Father. The word Abba is always followed by Father in the Bible, and um, it's an Aramaic word meaning Father, and more specifically, it signifies a very close relationship, like the trust a child would have with their father or their daddy. 
So I wanted to read you a scripture in Romans. Uh, it's chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. And it says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. So we are sons and daughters of God when we accept him into our heart and we believe. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. And if we are heirs of God and we are co-heirs with Christ... Wow, that is something right there, that we are heirs of God. We are his children. We are his family. We are his chosen ones. And he loves us just like a mother or a father, an earthly mother or father loves their children. When I think about how much I feel like my mama loves me, I mean, that is the best feeling. And when I think about how much I love my daughter, Oh my gosh, I would do anything in the world for her. And to know that God loves us this way and that we can pray to him that he is our dad, our heavenly dad, that's just amazing. And we have, we we can develop that intimate, close relationship with God. And that's what he wants us to do. And when we realize that we can be that close to him, that's a lot of comfort to us. And it's like, you know, we can always lean on him just the way you feel about your mom and dad. Um, But the thing is, on earth, I'm sure some of us have had fathers that disappointed us or let us down or weren't good to us or maybe even weren't there. But with our Heavenly Father, we never have to worry about that. He will always be there for us. He will never let us down. He will never forsake us. And He promises us that all things He works out for our good. He's the perfect Father, our Heavenly Father. And we get to call Him Dad, our Heavenly Father. And then the prayer says, Who art in heaven? So we say, Our Father, who art in heaven... And when we say who art in heaven, we're acknowledging that heaven is where God is. And that heaven is our ultimate goal. And that's where we want to be with him. And then we say, hallowed be thy name. Some people say hallowed. Some people say hallowed. Um, But hallowed means that his name is sacred. His name is set apart from any other. He is holy. He is the only one. He is sovereign. He is omnipotent. He is over everything. He is holy. And then we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And this one, this is us saying that we desire to do our Father's will, not our own will. We are surrendering our will and yielding to his will. And when we do that, we are telling God, you know, we surrender our will and we, he can use us for 
good on the earth. We, he can use us as vessels to share his love and, and to do the things that he wants us to do when we surrender and follow his will. And we're telling him we don't want what we think is right for us, Lord. We want what you know is right for us and, and that his plan is perfect. Okay. And the next section is on earth as it is in heaven. We say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we know that our father is on the throne in heaven and he's in charge. And what we're saying here is is that we're praying for his rule and his kingdom to come on earth. That we, we're praying that we want that so badly. We want earth to be as it is in heaven, that where man is not in charge and man is not ruling the earth saying, well, this is what I think is fair and this is what I think is right. But we want God to be in charge of everything. And we long for that. Okay, and these next two phrases, um, these I think warrant a lot of thought and and time. Um, So we have said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And now we say, Give us this day our daily bread. Well, what does that mean? So are we talking about food? Are we talking about spiritual nourishment. What are we talking about? Are we talking about both? So um, there is a verse in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 8, and it's really good to fit here. It says, give me neither poverty, sorry, give me neither poverty or riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal, so to dishonor the name of my God. So this is a very good one to me. Uh, I think what this is saying is that we need to not get ahead of ourselves and not, um, we need to keep a hunger for God and for his word. He wants us to he wants us to come to him daily and need him daily many times daily and not you know we can too quickly become independent and think we don't need God and be self-seeking and we but we he wants us to need him every day and to to have just as much as we need and he also you know, I think he's saying here that he, like we're, we're saying, don't let us be greedy. Don't let us take more than we deserve for ourselves and not help others when we're able to. We need to have balance there that, you know, we, we have what we need and we don't overspend and we don't overtake and we help others. So I think, um, that, that's a very, good one and may not be, you know, it it takes some thought to really, you know, try to understand what that means. So, and uh, next is forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Wow, this is a big one. So here we're talking, of course, about forgiveness. And um, 
If we want God to forgive our own sins, we must forgive others. So what the prayer actually says is we're asking God to forgive us as we forgive others, like in the same way that we forgive others. So how many times do you think we've prayed this prayer and not thought about that? And probably at the time, we surely wouldn't have wanted God to have the unforgiveness toward us that we may have had for someone. So, you know, I think the in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, it says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other as in Christ God forgave you. And then another good verse is Mark 11, chapter 25. It says, When you stand praying, if you hold against anyone, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. So, you know, God sent his Son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us and forgive our sins. And that is a gift to us. We didn't have to do anything to earn it. We just have to believe and trust God. And, you know, it's so hard to forgive sometimes. But if we really put it into perspective as to what Jesus did for us, I mean, I think, it. you know, as we grow in Christ and in our relationship with God, you know, this is one of the things we have to work on. And um, it's very important. And it's, you know, God wants us to be forgiving. And then the next one is, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So here, I think Jesus is saying that we should pray for the Father, or to the Father, you know, Father, Daddy, please don't allow us to be tempted into sin. Don't let us be led astray, and don't let tempting things be put in front of us. You know, just keep us away from that and protect us from, you know, any of those things that would tempt us to sin. Because we don't want to sin. We don't want to be unpleasing to our Father. And then when we say, but deliver us from evil, we're letting God know that we know that he is our heavenly father and he is the only one who has such control to protect us from evil. And that's what we're asking him for and to protect us from evil and from anything that is not of our father. So, and then, and the last part. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So here we're saying, Father, Abba, Father, you are just amazing. You're omnipotent. You know, you're sovereign. Your kingdom, your kingdom meaning everything that is of you, everything that you have made, every creature, every creation, everything about you is so magnificent and uh, incomparable to anything else we could ever dream of. It's the best. It's all powerful. You are the only one, Lord, and you are first. We give you all the glory for all the things, Father, and we long to be with you for eternity, forever and ever. Amen.
And amen doesn't just mean the end of the prayer. It it actually translates to mean so be it or truth and uh, to be trusted. So we're we're saying that this is our truth that we're praying, Father. And, um, you know, this prayer is an example of how we should pray. So it's, you know, we, we need to open up giving God the glory and, and just follow this pattern of prayer. And, um, that is the example that Jesus gave to his disciples. And, you know, a great example and very meaningful when you dissect it and look at all the parts. So there's a very, um, a, a meaningful video that um, Francis Chan uh, has on our father. And I wanted to play that for you real quick. And then I have another little thing. So here we go with Francis here. The disciples said, I want to know how to pray the right way. And Jesus, well, here's how you do it. First thing he teaches them is you say, Father. Now, most of us, we read that and go, okay, Father, but do you understand what a shock that was when Jesus said, you say, Father? See, not that the thought of, say, calling God Father was a foreign concept, because it was common that the Jews would refer to God as Father, but it was always in the sense of the Father of all things, the Father who created the world. Father in the sense of all things came from you, but when Jesus uses Father here... It's different. Jesus uses, in Aramaic, he uses the word Abba. The word Abba is is best translated in English as Daddy. And you got to understand, the religious leaders flipped whenever Jesus would call the Father Daddy. That was so foreign to them. That was so far beyond them. So you understand, when Jesus says, when you address God, you call him Dad. It was the term that the the kids would use to call their dads. Abba, Abba. Daddy, Daddy. Jesus, when you pray, call him Dad. Jesus introduces something that was unheard of in that day. He was introducing intimacy with God. We take that for granted. We talk about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We talk about a personal relationship with God, but that was new. And that's why it's like, behold, what manner of love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called sons of God. He gave them the right to become children of God. Interesting, when Jesus died on the cross and that veil was torn, it was about this new relationship, this intimacy where we can call him dad. And you know what? There is a tremendous security when you're able to call him that. Wasn't that so good? I love that. And I'm so grateful that we get that personal relationship and, you know, that it's so meaningful and that God just wants us to come to him and need him and and just like a father. What a blessing. Um, well, I'm sorry I didn't have anybody to giggle with today, like Missy or, you know, anyone. But I hope that that somebody out there got something out of all this. 
And I do have one other, um, uh, I guess it's a, it's not really a poem. I don't know what you call it, <laughs> but it's about the Lord's Prayer. It's really, really good. It's an unknown unknown author, so I don't know who wrote it, but um, just listen, and, and I hope you like it. All right. It says, I cannot say our if I live only for myself. I cannot say father if I do not endeavor each day to act like his child. I cannot say who art in heaven if I'm not laying up treasure there. I cannot say hallowed be thy name if I'm not striving for holiness. I cannot say thy kingdom come if I'm not doing all in my power to hasten that wonderful event. I cannot say thy will be done if I am disobedient to his word. I cannot say on earth as it is in heaven if I will not serve him here and now. I cannot say give us this day our daily bread if I am dishonest or seeking things by suffrage. I cannot say for, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us if I harbor a grudge against anyone. I cannot say lead us not into temptation if I deliberately place myself in its path. I cannot say deliver us from evil if I do not put on the whole armor of God. I cannot say for thine is the kingdom if I do not give the king the loyalty due him from a faithful servant. I cannot say and the power if I fear what others may do. And I cannot say, and the glory, if I am seeking honor only for myself. And I cannot say forever, if the horizon of my life is bounded by time. Well, thank you guys so much. And I do want to say a prayer of salvation um, and an ending prayer. And for anyone out there who hasn't yet come to know Jesus or is longing for Jesus in your heart, I just want you to pray with me. As Missy always says, it's a heart thing. It's not the fact that you say the prayer. It's that you believe it in your heart. And you tell God that you want Him to be the Savior of your life. And you can just pray, Lord, I want you to be in my heart, Lord. I believe that you died on the cross. And I believe that you forgive me for my sin. I know that you rose on the third day and ascended into heaven and sit at the right hand of the Father. And Lord, I just want to be the person you want me to be. I surrender my will to you, Lord, that your will be done in, in me. And Lord, that you would just guide me each and every day. And then, Lord, I also pray right now for Bubba again and his family that you would just give them all the peace in the world that you can give them, Lord, and that we just thank you for this podcast and this time we have together, Lord. And I pray that you would reveal yourself to anyone who doesn't know you, Lord, in a way that they can understand personally and that they would reach out to you and long for you and long to be in your kingdom with you forever and for eternity, Lord. And I can't wait for that day. And I just love you so much. And um, just thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do for us. And we give you all the glory and all the praise. In your precious son, Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Thanks, guys. We'll see you again next week. Hope everybody has a great week ahead.
Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Are you interested in listening to more episodes? Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, and Spotify. Do you have a question you'd like us to chat about? Email us at swduthink at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. See you next time.